Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Slice Podcast. We're excited to have you here today. And today we're going to go over something a little bit more maybe elusive, the mindset hacks. So stay tuned if you want tips and tricks and resources for keeping your mindset strong on the entrepreneurial road. Let's dive in. So if you were listening last week, we talked about validating this idea for product market fit. And if you've gotten to the point where you have a product that you know people are willing to take action on, you know, either signing up for an email or they are anticipating your launch and purchased on your dummy site, basically you have a product and you're ready to get moving. And maybe some of you listening, you already have a product already out in the market, uh, which is great. So now if you're getting out there, how do you keep your mindset strong? So this is really important on the entrepreneurial journey, especially for solopreneurs and maybe especially for people in a partnership where maybe you are at odds with your business partner. So regardless of your situation, your product, your service, you are going to go through some serious challenges, both out in the world, but also within. So this episode is dedicated to that inner world and those inner conflicts that you might be coming up against. So first, I think it's important before you start that you don't get stuck in the mental prep work, you know, and and you don't want to get stuck in a place where you're telling yourself, oh, I'm not ready yet. Uh, You know, I'm not confident enough yet, or I'm not, you know, insert whatever limiting thought or belief you might have running through your mind. You don't want to get caught in that space of, oh, I just need to watch this video. I need to do this and read this book and journal this many times. It's it's an activity trap and it'll keep you stuck. The only way forward is action. So regardless, um, I'm going to give you some tips and thoughts that have been helpful for me as well as like resources and links. But I just want to caveat that where you don't end up going down the rabbit hole of all these different mental health and wellness links that suck you in and then you don't actually act because the biggest way to get moving is to learn by mistakes and by doing. So, you know, there's that old adage or joke where it's like the person goes to a wise man and says, how do I get wisdom? And he says, you know, by making mistakes and I'm screwing it up already, but (laughs) basically you got to, uh, you got to make mistakes. You got to put yourself out there. So another thing to keep in mind that I think is super helpful for entrepreneurs is don't take your business results personally. You know, it might be about your offer. It might be about your personal execution. It, it, it might be about, you know, market. But if you take everything personally, if your business isn't as successful as you'd like and you relate that to your self-worth, I guess is a better way to frame it. Don't equate the success of your business to your self-worth. There are plenty of entrepreneurs who have failed time and time again. So, you know, your your self-worth can't be defined based on the success of your business. You know, Gary V even goes so far as to say he can't even remember his mistakes in his life. He says, don't waste time on them. You just got to keep moving toward the goal. So, you know, there's a lot of goal setting tools and tips and, but Sometimes it's hard where we forget that our mind is still sending energy back into those mistakes. And the more we send them back into those mistakes, the more we're going to get that type of energy in the future. So 
you know, you ask yourself, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? And what can I do moving forward? That's going to be, that's going to be crucial. So I also think if you're about to go on your entrepreneurial journey, it's really important to know yourself. You need to know your strengths. So there's, you know, tools out there like StrengthsFinder. There's tools like the Myers-Briggs tests where you can learn more about your personality type. You could do research on, you know, what careers is my personality type more apt to. But you also don't want to take that too far where you then start to identify with the label and start to feed into that label rather than just experiencing what you're experiencing. So if it's helpful for you to understand, check out those. I also think a really worthwhile program is Jordan Peterson's self-authoring program. It talks a lot about what your personality traits are and what's working for you and how to maneuver the ones that are not working for you and also bring them into light. You know, it's no one is perfect and if you don't have a sense of your weaknesses, it's going to be really hard to outsource them, number one, in entrepreneurship. But then also it's going to be hard to double down on what you are good at if you are unsure. So I think he has a really nice cohesive framework and it's only $30. So I would check that out if you're like wanting to do a little introspection, deep dive before, on, or you know at the end of your entrepreneurial journey. So definitely recommend those. Um, Next, I think it's important to look at your mindset as it is in the moment. Like, So throughout your life, you've probably had all these different thoughts and programs that are kind of jammed in without maybe even your knowing. So subconsciously, you might absorb other people's thinking. So it's important to go in and kind of pull out those weeds and, and leftover thoughts from others, which, you know, it might include, but it's not limited to maybe you're family's relationship with money, maybe your family's fear of success, you know, maybe your friend's addiction to suffering or your, you know, your lover's fear of business risk. So basically in all of these situations, it's like I might have subconsciously gotten the same idea about money or about success or about risk or about suffering as the people around me. You know, they talk about how obesity, they've done studies where that's contagious. It's it's like the mindset and also your wealth. Like if you take the average of your friends, you'll typically have a similar level of income. So all about who you're surrounding yourself with, yes, but also what have you already been surrounding yourself with and where are those um, weaknesses or areas and opportunities for improvement? Where is the mind focusing on something that may not be true for you. Maybe it's true for someone else. So that's important to examine. And the list definitely goes on there. But you don't want to champion other people's attitudes when you're going on an entrepreneurial journey because they're, number one, not going to know what it's like starting your business. And they may not know what's best for you. And, And just be aware, you know, people's attitudes are contagious and infectious. So be careful who you let in during your entrepreneurial process. You you don't have to let everyone in. Even if it's, you know, taking a brief period of time to work on your own project. I know I've talked about Sarah Blakely a lot in this podcast, but I think she's a great entrepreneur. So in her first year, she didn't tell anyone about her idea because she said then all the energy was spent on actually working on the idea. So she didn't want to involve the opinions of her lovers and or her lover and her closest friends and her you know family 
because that was more energy she was going to have to spend convincing people rather than just working on the product. So I think that's like a really good thing to keep in mind to, yes, you can have your people that you go to and your your mentors and your coaches and your good friends, but also just be aware that it's just an opinion. It's only that. And, you know, other people's opinions aren't necessarily right. I mean, they may or they may not be, but it's all, it's up to you on this journey to go within and see what's true for you. And I know we're kind of getting into a little bit more of this fluffy stuff. Uh, I, in the podcast, I want to keep it really actionable and give you like actual measurable tools for your journey. But the mind really is, it's like incredibly important. So I think it would be wrong to not talk about this stuff because I know in in my entrepreneurial journey, I wasted a lot of energy in this arena of, you know, having this mental stress that was then negatively impacting my ability to execute on my goals. So in that, I feel like it was it was definitely a gift because I found a lot of really helpful resources. So I'm going to share some of my favorites with you and um, we will link these in the show notes so it'll be easier for you to access. So my first one that I really recommend is YouTubing Who Are You by Bob Proctor. So Bob Proctor, he was kind of an inspirational speaker. And in this, he, and I love this video so much. If you only take away one, I would I would watch this one. So it's basically all about how we can reject those thoughts that creep in and say that we can't do it and go forward with what we, you know, allow the thought energy to be attracted into our minds to set out to our goals. So believing that it's true and then also trusting like how everything comes into us through the non-physical. So any chair, any computer, I'm just looking around me, any bookshelf, anything that you see has originally started as a thought. And thoughts, we honestly don't even really know where they come from. So it comes from the non-physical and we build it into a theory and an idea and then something that we can actually put into the physical world. So all that to say that just because your product or your service may not exist right now in this moment, that's okay. And if you trust that, and you know, if you set out to achieve a certain goal, if you think about that goal often and often and often, and you don't think about why you can't, you think about how you could, you know, you say, you reframe it to say, well, what if this was possible? You'll be amazed at what thoughts just start to come into the mind. And it's really like, we don't know where thoughts come from. So who knows, but I I do know you can test this for yourself and see, it's, it's very easy to test for yourself. See if you get more ideas in a phase where you're trusting that you're going to get ideas versus if you're sending energy to the thoughts of like, oh, I can't do this uh, and I can't do it because X, Y, and Z, and you focus on those, that'll become more real and more true for you. So um, he also talks about, you know, who are you? And it's, it's the title of the video on YouTube, but it's it's a lot more than that. It's like we are, all, like he says, the largest part of him is non-physical. So it's getting in touch with that side. Um, and yet it's a little more woo-woo, but to me, it seems more honest and real and true than almost anything. So if, if you look at any great inventor or thinker, you know, they they set out with a, a vision and it might sound delusional. It might sound not based in reality or wishful thinking, 
But that's how he makes the argument that that's how all greatness is achieved. It's achieved through, you know, setting out, he says, Edison, it was probably fantasy thinking when he wanted to create the light bulb, but he set out, he was determined, and then he had all these thoughts that then turned into a theory and then into a fact. So basically all that to say, trust yourself and um, also just check out that video because he has a lot of really, really good gems there for mental toughness and for just accomplishing goals in general. Okay, so that's number one. Number two on my list of like must-watches uh, is pretty much anything Wayne Dyer. He's definitely someone who has helped me on my entrepreneurial journey stay, or it's kind of like, you know, the bumpers and bowling. It's like keeping me from going in the gutter mentally. So some of the ones I really recommend from him are if you just YouTube, and obviously it'll be in, this, in the episode links, but if you YouTube Stages of Awakening by Wayne Dyer, and I just love listening to this as like more of a meditation where it's like getting your mind right before you start your day or maybe after you've had a stressful day and you need to kind of let that day go and reframe. And because so much of entrepreneurship is like, okay, I need to reframe the situation in my mind. And he just has really good, he also has a book um, that's all on YouTube. So you don't even need to get it on Audible. And it's called 10 Secrets of Success in Inner Peace. So he talks about like the principles of success and achieving goals. But he also comes from like the lens of like, it's not all about the achievement. And yes, like a drive for success is super important. But also like finding joy in those little moments and like, trusting that you know the world is pretty much perfect and he says including your desire to improve it so having that big macro approach of like okay you know this isn't the end of the world if my startup didn't get as many subscribers as i wanted in the first year and he just has really good um in his stages of awakening he talks about kind of like this he says they're the stages but i think they're more like a checklist of where I want my mindset to be. And even if I'm not there yet, I'm not going to like beat myself up for not getting there, but it's like a North star and a direction to move toward. And just echoing the first, the first link I said, Bob Proctor, he talks about, you know, success is defined as progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So you're moving in the direction that you want to be. It's not necessarily about money. He, he uses the example, uh, Mother Teresa was very successful, but didn't necessarily have a lot of money. So how do we move towards something? And so mindset, sometimes it's like, yeah, I want to be positive, but it's what does that look like? And this to me is more of like that checklist where I can say, that's what um, a positive, healthy mindset looks like to me. And those are the line items that I want to start moving toward. So it's kind of like a North Star, I guess. So that is Wayne Dyer. And honestly, you can't go wrong, in my opinion, with Wayne Dyer. So you can just uh, YouTube around. All right. Number three is Self-Discipline by Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. He is just another... I know there's so many of these people out there who talk about success principles and mindset. And I'm giving you guys a whole list just because I know what resonates with me is not necessarily going to resonate with everyone. So his is very you know, pragmatic and take a look at yourself. And and he said, the reason you're not where you want to be is 99% of the time because of uh, self-discipline and consistent discipline. So it's a good reminder 
um, if you're being too too soft on yourself, you know, you want to have a wholesome discipline and, you know, but then you also don't want to be like too critical of yourself. So depending on where you are at, I heard this thing that was kind of interesting where Olympians, some Olympic trainer was talking about the rule of thirds. Um, so on the way to your goal, you want to feel positive a third of the time, negative uh, or discouraged or like tired or working or, you know, like you'll have those feelings a third of the time and then you'll feel okay a third of the time. And that's just kind of like a balance where it's like you're working on yourself, but so you're not feeling like crap about the direction you're going every day, but you're also not feeling great about it every day. Because if you're feeling great about it every day, you might not be pushing yourself hard enough. So keeping that self-discipline is important. And if you're like me and listening to kind of other people's perspective is is helpful for you, you can check out The Self-Discipline by Jim Rohn. Um, Next on the list is Alan Watts, another kind of like spiritual, a lot of these are like spiritual people from my woo-woo days, but they are still very helpful. So I can summarize this one for you, um, but if you want to Google it, check out Choice, just uh, YouTube Choice with Alan Watts. Um, and I think it's it's about no more doubt. So you can also put that in and I'm sure it will pop up in YouTube and I will link it in the show notes. But basically, he talks about you got to get rid of doubt and trust yourself. And he says, treat yourself as if you were a cloud or a wave because you would never look at a cloud or a wave and say that that's like a poorly designed cloud or a misshapen wave. It's like it is a phenomenon of nature and so are you. And he says, if you have self-confidence, you can get away with almost doing the entirely wrong thing. But if you lack self-confidence, you will make more error just through that fumbling of not trusting yourself. So not to say that you want to go into entrepreneurship and be blind, like have blind spots to your weaknesses, but that is to say that adding a layer of doubt and self-judgment and like self-questioning is not going to get you anywhere. It's it's just going to eat up your energy. Um, which we'll talk about in the last one that I have for you. Next on the list is Secret of the Ages uh, by Robert Collier. It's very similar to Bob Proctor, um, and it's all about getting your mind to focus on your goal. So Secrets of the Ages, it was a pretty good lesson, so I'm adding it to the list. Um, next, a little bit different. So Competition is for Losers by Peter Thiel. He's the co-founder of PayPal. and in this video, he, and he was like the first institutional investor in Facebook. He's like a, a very well known in, in the startup world. Um, so he talks about why you want to create a monopoly. And I thought this was a really interesting video, like for entrepreneurs. So he says you want to if you want to create a monopoly, but you you know everyone pretends that they don't have a monopoly. So it's like Google, Facebook. They all pretend that there's competition, but in reality, it's like it's pretty much monopoly. And he says, in those situations, you want to strive to create the standout star in your category. And it was just a good, it was a good entrepreneurial uh, motivational video that I recommend. So linked below. Um, next, if you're unfamiliar, I would check out Alex Hormozy. He is the author of $100 Million Offers, which honestly, I didn't think the book was that great. Sorry, I'm just going to say it. But I do think he is great. His book was just too fluffy for me. It was like, I don't know. It didn't, it did not live up to the hype. But um, he, in this interview, it's an interesting podcast interview, but he's very good with like 
he's kind of like a TikToker, Instagrammer type um, entrepreneur, motivational person. So you can check him out. Some of his takeaways are, I just think he's a good person to like follow along with. You know, you don't want to like place someone on this pedestal and say like everything they do is perfect and I'll just follow what they do. But he, his mindset I think is really correct and spot on about how to create value for others and communicate that value in your marketing. So check out Alex Hormozy. So then kind of like complete opposite side of the spectrum in my next is uh, Loving What Is by Byron Katie. So while he's very practical, hands-on, he's like wake up and get to work and like have a cup of coffee if you need, but like you don't need this crazy routine. He's like just get to work. And then he also gives you very tactical uh, psychology tips basically to for sales and selling and just entrepreneurship. So on the opposite end, my next recommendation is completely different, but my absolute game changer for my life was Loving What Is by Byron Katie. Um, I talk about her all the time. I'm obsessed with her. I like cannot get this book out of my mind, but it's basically like come into a love of reality or you're going to lose your energy and you're going to lose only 100% of the arguments that you have with arguing with reality. So um, let's say you started a business and it failed and you're arguing with that reality and you're saying it should not have failed. She will get you through her framework to see how you should have. Um, and what happens in reality is always what should happen because it did. And it's she says she doesn't love reality because she's kind or spiritual. She says she does it because she knows the difference between what hurts and what doesn't. And it hurts her when she argues with reality. So I think it's a really powerful tool for the mind to start questioning its own thoughts that come in. You know, she talks about that too, where thoughts just come in. You can never wake up and say, I'm not going to think today. They just plop in the mind. So if you're going to believe it, you, you may as well question it and ask first, you know, is it true? These are her questions. Is it true? Can I absolutely know that that's true? How do I react when I think that thought? And who would I be without, without the thought? So um, she is great. And then you do turnarounds where you experience the opposite of what you're thinking and believing. And it really does open up the mind to stop wasting that energy on things that are not not helpful or not going anywhere. And arguing with reality is not a productive use of your time as an entrepreneur. So may not necessarily be for everyone, but if it sounds interesting to you, like a lot of people think she's very radical and she's like bigger in the spiritual community. If that's not your thing, maybe don't check it out, but I absolutely loved it. Um, I think it's really good for relating to people. She gives you a good worksheet to judge your neighbor and you see how basically any judgments you have of others. So I think this is helpful in business with like coworkers or business partners, or, you know, maybe if you have things at home that need to be solved so that you can free up some of your time and energy, it's really good for judgments with others. Um, and then you can start to see how, well, those, those judgments are often relating to judgments you have of yourself or there's unfinished business going on on the inner world and you're kind of projecting it outward in most cases. So it's a great book. I recommend if this sounds interesting, like, and if any of these don't sound interesting, obviously don't check them out. But this is just a list of 10 things that I would say um, have helped my mental state on the entrepreneurial road. 
Okay, next. So Reclaiming Our Misplaced Power by Sarah Blondin. This is another woo-woo one, but I think it's great. And you can also just check out Living Awake is her podcast. And they're on SoundCloud. And then she also has a lot of meditations on Insight Timer. She, I think she was like one of the biggest ones on that platform. But basically my takeaway, so even if you don't check it out, I think it's like, how do we reclaim the energy that we give to others in our negativity and reclaiming that so you have more energy and you know you can cut ties with people who maybe aren't helping you on your path to your goals and do so in a way where you're not you're not resenting them you know like people say there's no justified resentments it's like you let go of that person and then you keep moving in the direction of your goals so you kind of let go with love so yeah i just thought hers was hers was a really nice um cuz we all do this right like an entrepreneurship is is just like it's just like anything it's um a process of being human there's going to be difficult times there's going to be times where you're frustrated with people and there's going to be those energy leaks, so to speak, to use a cliche, but there's going to be those moments where you're losing energy to these difficulties rather than, you know, reclaiming your power, reclaiming the the sense that this is an opportunity for me. And so I just like these types of videos to get me back on that path of like seeing like, okay, yeah, this difficulty is actually serving me for x y and z reason which again i think all of that can just be covered in loving what is by byron katie but that's that's just to go back um okay so next one this one i think is like kind of optional because it's a bit longer it's called exploring the anatomy of the spirit with carolyn miss again very woo woo and out there but it does have really practical concrete like tips and i think my favorite takeaway from her video is she talks about Imagine that God or the universe or whatever you want to say, you are given a hundred dollars of energy every day. She says it's your job to become a wise investor because wherever you invest that, you're going to get dividends. So, you know, maybe you've started a project in the past and it didn't go well, and you can mourn that loss and say, okay, but allow yourself a time where you say, okay, I'm not going to think about this anymore. It's no longer productive to my. Pro- progression to go back and and replay this and and ruminate on the difficulty. So she would say you cut the loss of you've you've invested enough in the past of that $100 a day, you've invested a lot of mental money in the past and it didn't work out quite the way you wanted. So now you're cutting your losses and you're going to start investing each day on you'll you'll see the dividend. So you might say um, how could this be possible? And just start brainstorming each day. And it'll show up in the ways of you might meet someone that gets you in the direction of your goal. You might come up with an idea. You might, you'll just start to see one small dividend here and there and there versus focusing on, you know, the story, oh, I can never make it. Or, oh, I, I always screw this up. Or I always, you know, those types of stories, you'll get the dividends of that. And, that for me, I've lived that experience. It really resonated with me as true. So just, I love that illumination of the idea of energy budgeting and investing because it's a really concrete image. We can all imagine um, $100. So 
building a business gives you a lot of chance to suffer and you don't want to focus in on those because again like that's not that's not the goal in building a business so i also liked her idea or she talked about just in the just to kind of wrap that up with the idea of there comes a point where it's no longer helpful to focus on maybe the mistakes the pain the suffering Obviously, there is a time where it is productive to process, mourn, um, learn from, and then integrate those learnings into your life. But there is a point where it's no longer productive. And she gave a really nice anecdote of this Native American tribe where they would, I think it was Navajo, and they would gather to hear like the difficulty of one of their tribe's members three times and they would gather three times everyone facing the person to hear the story and then on the fourth time they would gather and turn their back to the person and the like meaning there was this is no longer healthy for you to focus on so yeah so I love that idea that you know where your energy goes I know everyone says like that's where um, things will start to expand for you so these are some of my favorites. I mean, ultimately, you need to find what works for you, what mind hacks keep you focused and keep you positive. Because ultimately, startups are stressful and there's no real way around that. So it's much easier to control your inner world than it is all this crazy outer world. And so it's a waste of time to try to go, you know, write a script for what everyone should say in your life and say, you know, you can't control those outer variables. It's basically all I'm saying. So these are some of the things that have served me well in trying to improve that inner world. Um, And it's kind of like, you know, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you can start to treat yourself with respect and trust in the small areas in your life, you'll start to see that go through in your business as well. Um, So I know that was a lot, a lot of resources, a lot of things. So, and this one was a little bit more... I guess less quantitative, but the mind is, it's everything. It's so important. So I do hope that some of these are helpful for you. And if you enjoyed the pod, please uh, share it along. And if you have any topics that you want covered, definitely reach out, reach out to the sliced podcast at Gmail, and we will try to incorporate anything that you want covered. All right, that's it for today. Hopefully I send you on a little bit of a YouTube rabbit hole. But again, don't let it keep you from building. Just use it in your recharge moments and then get back out there and keep creating. All right, have a good week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sliced Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, we would love for you to share this little slice of insight with your friends. See you next week.